In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The text for our meditation this morning is the second petition of the Lord's Prayer and Luther's explanation. Thy kingdom come. After the fall, Adam and Eve hid from God's coming in the garden. In the beautiful garden God had planted and in which he had placed them, they sinned. And in their nakedness, they hid themselves among the trees. In the garden, with the tree in the middle, they heard God's voice. And in their shame and grief, they turned their faces away from him. That is what happened after the fall. So what has happened between then and now? What is the difference? We are the children of Adam and Eve. We have inherited their sin and with it their death. We are in the same awful predicament as they sinning and dying and being unable to do anything about it. And yet we stand here today and every day praying to God, Thy kingdom come. What are we doing when we turn our faces to God and pray this? What right do we have What is our justification for telling God what he ought to be doing with his kingdom? Adam and Eve were hoping that God would go away. And we are pleading for him to come back. Come on back here, God, and deal with us. We want to see you again. We want to hear your voice. We want to walk with you again in the garden. Thy kingdom come is a very bold thing for a sinner to pray. But it is because we are sinners that in faith we pray, Thy kingdom come. But that's not all. Our problem is greater still because sin's penalty is death. There's no hiding from this. We are dead to sin. Thy kingdom come is a very bold thing for a dead person to pray. But it is because we are dead to sin persons that in faith we pray Thy kingdom come. This is what happened between then and now. This is the difference. We are dead to sin, but we are alive to God in Christ Jesus. And now, because of the new Adam, we call after God again. 
because of Jesus, who took our sin upon himself and who has given us his resurrection life in exchange for our naked, shameful death, we pray. In faith, we seek out God's coming again and we pray to him, thy kingdom come. This is indeed a bold prayer, but faith asks such things of God. Luther said that faith makes bold to deal with God. Faith holds God to his promises. We call upon God and ask him to deal with us personally. He's the very same God who walked and talked with Adam and Eve in the garden and who found them when they were hiding there. But there is no place for doubt here. No fooling around. There better not be. Our Lord has commanded us to pray for the kingdom's coming. He has promised it. We expect it. But what happens between now and then? Our life in this in-between tension is paradoxical. We live between Christ's empty tomb and eternity. God's kingdom has come. It is coming, and it will come. We are sinners. We are justified. We are dead. We are alive. Christ has come. He has not yet come. We live waiting, watching, praying. We endure pain. We have joy. We have sorrow. We have comfort. We still sing our bright Easter alleluias from this dark veil of tears, yet we have no confidence in the permanence of our own dusty graves, since we believe with all our strength that Christ's own empty tomb is the one for us. Yet the fullness of the resurrection is not yet. What a bold thing faith does when it prays, Thy kingdom come. God, please reign among us. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us that we may believe. Send your Spirit to others that they may believe and that the kingdom may come to them also. God, call us by your living gospel voice. Give us your kingdom gifts. Speak your word to us. Give us faith. Put your name upon us and wash away our sins. Deliver us from death and the devil. Save us. Feed us with Christ's body and blood. Give us forgiveness, new life, and salvation. Hang on, there's still more to come. Sanctify us, God. Preserve us in faith. Call and make holy your church on earth and keep it with Jesus Christ in the true faith. God, please love us. 
but not just us, have mercy on all people. Work in our lives through our vocations. Make us your instruments to serve and love all those around us. We have sinned. God, forgive us. The devil is seeking to destroy us. God, rescue us. We are dying. God, deliver us from death. We are dying. God, raise us up. Judge us. Give us your eternal life. After a while, faith gets pretty demanding of God's kingdom coming. But God is God. He can handle it, and we need what he gives. With his own living voice, our Lord has invited us to pray for the kingdom's coming. He has promised it. We long for it. We pray for the sending of his Holy Spirit. Will he not send the Spirit? We pray for true faith. Will God not grant it? We pray that God would help us live a godly life. Will he not help us? We pray that God would extend his kingdom of grace on earth. Will he not? We pray that God would hasten the coming of his kingdom of glory. Will he not come quickly? As one people of God, with one voice, we pray, thy kingdom come. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. Amen. We stand for prayer.